one knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. Poker. This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And welcome once again, everyone. Big Dave with another show here from South Florida. And uh, lots of stuff going on here in this town. But, of course, always uh, stuff happening all over the country, all over the world. Uh, we'll run down some uh, results tonight. Uh, Joe is on by phone, so he will be with me here in just a moment. But a uh, big interview tonight that uh, I did just a little while ago with uh, Tony Burns. And I taped it, and we will run that as a big part of the show. Uh, Seminole Hard Rock uh, has a special new tournament going on called the uh, uh, the, the Turnpike Series. Uh, just started today, uh, incorporating their uh, sister property, the Seminole Casino Coconut Creek. And there are six opening days. They started today with one at 11, had another one tonight at 6 p.m. They will do that again tomorrow and then day sections only on March 29th and 30th. And then on the 31st, they will uh, bring everybody together that's still alive for day two at the Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. So uh, this gives people a chance uh, for uh, Coconut Creek uh, to get involved in the tournament. Uh, let's bring Joe in. Joe, uh, we kind of expected this for a, for a while, that they would incorporate the two properties. Uh, adds a few more headaches, I guess, in your uh, life as a... Uh, as a poker room director, you realize that, but uh, it certainly is beneficial for the for the company itself. Big Dave, I um, <laughs> I you'll forgive me, but you broke up a little bit on me there, and, and I, I believe that you're telling me that they're bringing the two uh, properties together, right? The Coconut Creek, right? And the, Hard the, Rock the opening days tournament. are played simultaneously uh, up at Coconut Creek, and then down here in Hollywood, and then. After uh, the six sessions are completed, they get together for day two and bring everybody to Hollywood. So uh, it's kind of like uh, baby steps for the, uh, the the Coconut Creek Casino to get involved with a big brother. Well, to me, it makes a lot of perfect sense, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm assuming Tony Burns came up with that idea to help uh, yeah. to, you know to. I don't want to say help the Hard Rock because they don't really need any help, but. It's wonderful that they're bringing both properties together. To be honest with you, um, you know, when 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 we both worked at the Casino Miami uh, and Highlight and we had the Tampa property, um, unfortunately, not the Tampa property, excuse me, the Fort Pierce property, I tried to do something similar to that, to be honest with you, and for some reason we couldn't get it off the ground. But that's something that I thought about many, many years ago um, not only trying to do a tournament together uh, to see if we can put that together, but you know, when I thought about it, it was, I don't know if you remember, it was like the birthday that you have to have so many hands put in. It was, you know, it's a little more complicated than it is nowadays. Right. And I was trying to tie in, I was trying to tie in a, um, <clears throat> a bad beat jackpot with them too, with live cameras and everything in there. We worked very hard at it, but unfortunately, we, you know, at the end, we just couldn't put that together. So I personally think this is a wonderful idea that they're doing there, and it's actually just going to make them that much stronger you know, yeah. going forward. Well, it would seem like a natural, but uh, people, uh, the average player, doesn't know all the work that goes on to putting any kind of tournament together. And you can tell them that uh, you know when you throw a few uh, more uh, logs on the fire, that it's going to be uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher to pull the whole thing off. It is, especially when you're you, even though they're you know they're both owned by by the Seminoles and everything else. It, it is a lot harder when you're trying to tie in two different uh, properties, you know. And um, but I, honestly, we know what type of person Tony Burns is and the organization. So I. I I believe that they will pull this off, and it'll be a great success for them. Yeah, no question. Uh, but lots of things going on. That's uh, that's going on right now. Of course, just around the corner is the Seminole Showdown Series with the WPT, which starts on April 4th. They just finished up their Escalator Series. We talk about all those things with Tony in our interview tonight. So we'll get to that after the first uh, after the first break and. Uh, 
we will uh, run some of that interview today for you. We broke it down into a couple of parts because it is fairly extensive. But uh, we talked about a lot of things. And the other thing, Joe, that uh, we really have had no conversation about because we wondered if it was going to even happen this year, and that's the uh, the Global Poker Awards, which is uh, coming up on April the 5th out in uh, Las Vegas. In the past, they had the American Poker Awards in uh, at Beverly Hills. And this year they combined the European Poker Awards with the American Poker Awards. And I didn't even realize till today that the European Poker Awards have been around since 2001. So this other one that just started a couple of years ago. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So now they combined the two and invited all the European players to come over and participate. And that will be on uh, on uh, April 5th out at the uh, Poker Go Studios in Las Vegas. So I talked with Tony because he is nominated again this year. Two consecutive years he was nominated as Industry Person of the Year. This year they have a new category called Tournament Director of the Year, and he's one of four nominees for that. So that's a huge honor for him. Yeah, well, being nominated right for, for the first time that it's a new category, one of the four first people to be nominated for it, and then having two years in a row being nominated for this, and he hasn't been on the job that long there. Only on, only a little over two years. Exactly. So that's that's a tremendous honor. That just goes to show you the kind of job that he's been doing there. Uh, we've known Tony for a long time. We know that he's he's, he's an outstanding person. Out, you know, outstanding in the poker world. And um, kudos to the person who hired him at the uh, <laughs> Hard Rock because. They're obviously getting their money's worth. Yeah, I picked up a fantastic person. So we'll hear from Tony a little bit later. But just to let you know, the Tournament Director of the Year, uh, Tony is nominated along with Paul Campbell from the ARIA, Jack Effel of the WSOP, and Kenny Hallard, who was a November Niner, but he is actually a Tournament Director over in Europe. And for the Unibet Open, uh, he was nominated for that. So uh, we'll pull for Tony. Uh, probably still an underdog to uh, Jack and uh, Paul Campbell. Jack, I would, I would imagine, you know, this is the first year, and Jack's always done such a great job, um, you know. And, um, and, and, and let me tell you, if Tony wins this, it's, it's a great honor, well-deserved, but it, I'm sure it'll be a bit of an upset if he wins this first, uh, yeah, probably this so. first year award. But he uh, he's admitted that, you know, you got to kind of uh, – <laughs> Bide your time, wait your turn, and uh, he, he's hoping that he has a nice long career and gets nominated down the road. But there are some new categories. Uh, there's some similar ones to the past. There's a broadcaster of the year. Uh, nominees are Maria Ho, Lon McCarran, Nick Schulman, and Lex Veldhaus. Uh, Schulman, I think, deserves it uh, simply because he's been such a breakout uh, star of, of a lot of uh, tournaments on uh, on the Internet. Well, let me tell you, it, it, I mean, listen to these names that you mentioned there, Dave. I mean, they're, they're all worthy of, of winning the, 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 the title there, so to speak, or winning the award. And um, let me tell you, I'd hate to be on that, on that, uh, on that committee that has to vote for it and, and choose a winner. Yeah, yeah, very tough. Uh, new interesting uh, people involved because, uh, and I talked with this about Tony a little bit, uh, Eric Danis, who's been with the GPI for a while, is kind of in charge now as Alexander Dreyfus, who started the Global Poker Index, uh, has kind of moved on to the uh, eSports world and, uh, you know, did not concentrating strictly on poker. I'm sure he has a big input to what they do, but uh, Eric Danis kind of put together this, uh, I don't want to say at the last minute, but over the last month or so, and uh, they had nominations from uh, 130 members of the nomination panel, uh, including writers, players, and uh, managers, and that sort of thing. And they all put forth their selections for 13 different awards, and uh, the top results were the ones that end up being nominated. So uh, I think we can expect a huge day from Justin Bonomo. Uh, we did not get nominated for Podcast of the Year, uh, so... We won't uh, we, we won't blow the horn for a lot of the people who did get nominated because we're we're kind of uh, upset about being snubbed. <laughs> so you were expecting a nomination, big days? Not really, but jokingly, uh, you know, someday someday that would be a goal, I think. Uh, but but some of our friends, 
that we've had on the show. Donnie Peters and Lance Bradley do a show for Pocket Fives. Uh, Chad Holloway is, is doing one with uh, Bernard Lee. Bernard Lee did not get nominated, uh, although one of the writers that wrote a story about who he thought should win uh, brought up Bernard's name. But uh, Chad Holloway who's been on the show with us a couple of times, Jamie Kerstetter. Uh, they do one called the LFG Podcast, and uh, they're probably among the favorites as well, along with uh, Sarah Herring of Poker News. Wow, very good. Well, listen, this it's a great honor to be nominated. Maybe down the road one day we, we, we will receive that honor too. So Absolutely. Uh, Justin Bonomo, of course, said, I had a high roller sweep this year with the Super High Roller Bowl in China. The super high roller bowl in Vegas, and the and the big one for one drop. So uh, it's going to be a, kind of a celebratory year for him. Also, the awards that are definite already is the D- GPI Player of the Year, Alex Foxen, and the Female Player of the Year for the GPI, Kristen Bicknell. It just happened to go out, uh, been dating for about the last two years. So uh, pretty good poker household there. Yeah, it sure is. Let me tell you. That's... And and you said this is going to be April. What's this what's is April the fifth? Uh, April the fifth out in Las Vegas at the Poker Go Studios. So in the past they had it at a hotel out in uh, Beverly Hills. So that's a little bit different. But they're actually going to stream the the, the show and uh, look forward to it. April fifth uh, from Las Vegas. It looks like it's going to be fun. Maybe one day we'll, we'll be able to be out there for the awards, even, yeah. even if we're not nominated. Yeah, someday. Who knows? Anyway, lots of stuff going on here in town. Of course, with the uh, Seminole Hard Rock Showdown, uh, we want to get to our interview with Tony Burns. Uh, I did want to mention that the battles at the beach is uh, going on now at the Isle Casino, and they have several of their tournaments in. The main event starts on March 29th. Uh, Today started their uh, high roller $1,100 buy-in tournament, so a lot of stuff happening out there, and uh, we'll probably get to some of the results next week. I also wanted to mention... uh, that uh, one of the guys we've had on the show uh, several times, Maurice Hawkins, was going for his 12th circuit ring and, uh, in Tulsa, and he ended up uh, losing to Philip Hope and finished third in the event. But uh, he continues to do so well on the circuit, a uh, great player that he is. And uh, I believe someone overtook him, right, for the uh, for the ring lead. Yeah, uh, I think someone has someone has twelve. I can't remember the name of the guy that passed him, but he is, and I believe second all time. Well, listen, I'm sure I'm sure he'll he listen. He's like you said, he came in third. He he's always battling it out. I'm sure for, and he's still a young man, so he's going to be battling this. this 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 is going to be a good race for many years for us to be talking about this man, this local uh, South Florida man who has had the lead uh, for the most uh, WSOP circuit rings, and uh, he's just a lot of fun and, and, and a very colorful character in poker, too. Yeah, no question. Uh, several big tournaments out in California, including Bay 101, which uh, which we didn't hear much about, I guess, because they are not connected uh, with the, uh, the WPT anymore. So uh, they had a tournament uh, in March. Uh, it was not a WPT event, so we didn't hear as much about it, but the winner was Sandeep Pulisani uh, over Ryan Tosic. Dan Shack was third. Lonnie Harwood was fourth. And John Andres, who won a high roller here at the Seminole Hard Rock two years ago, he, he finished in fifth. Uh, they had uh, the tournament at Thunder Valley, which was the uh, Rolling Thunder tournament out in the uh, Sacramento area. That was a couple of weeks ago. Urkut Yilmaz uh, won his second WPT title in that one uh, to take that down at Thunder Valley. And uh, all kinds of things. We're kind of a little bit behind on relying on some of the results. But the one that just finished, that just got done, was the uh, WPT at Venetian for the first time. And they just finished that one yesterday. And uh, it was a pretty good tournament. Ben Palmer was the winner. Tony Gargano second, Danny Quitami third, and Orlando Barrera fourth. And Will Givens, I don't know if you remember Will Givens, but uh, he defeated uh, uh, Michael Moed's wife uh, in the uh, head-to-head play in a in a bracelet tournament uh, a couple of years ago. I don't know if you remember that, but Angela Prada Moed, uh, of course her name, and uh, 
she finished in second in for a bracelet, and Will Gibbons was the winner of that event. But he finished in sixth. So uh, a lot of stuff happening and a lot of stuff still to come. Uh, we'll be getting a little bit closer to uh, talking about the World Series. Of course, we're getting closer with that. But, of course, before then, we'll have the Seminole Hard Rock. And hopefully, if you get an opportunity, maybe you can head on down there with me, and we'll take a look at some of that. That'll work. Okay, That'll man. work. I'd love to get down there. Hope, you know, now with my duties over there back in Miami, uh, uh, Casino Miami, it's... Uh, if we could plan out the day, that'd be wonderful. Okay. Uh, hope you're feeling better. Uh, I'm going to let you go, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk with, we're will talk. we going to hear our interview with Tony Burns. But thanks for taking the time tonight uh, when you're not feeling so great. Well, th- thanks for putting up with me, guys. Uh, you know, unfortunately, with this new job, uh, I, like I told Gio before the start of the show, that it's like being in school. You know, half the half the room is sick, and some of the customers. So <laughs> I, I got to build up my I got to build up my immune system once again. Yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. Hey guys, have a great show, and uh, we'll talk uh, very soon. All right. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. My partner Joe Rodriguez, uh, pretty busy, and uh, all the things that come with a new job. You know that sometimes uh, there's the good and the bad, but uh, he certainly. Uh, uh, having a good time back in the poker room where he belongs, for sure. And uh, he'll be back, I'm sure, next week uh, on the show. Uh, we're doing the show a little bit later this week than we normally do it. So uh, if you missed us early in the week and you normally get it right away, uh, that is why. So we are coming back uh, next week, probably early in the week, and uh, to get that show posted quickly. Anyway, uh, let's take a first break. When we come back, we'll uh, hear from Tony Burns the tournament director at the Seminole Hard Rock in Hollywood. Lots of things to talk about. The American, well, not the American, but the Global Poker Awards and also the upcoming tournaments and the tournaments just completed over there. We talk about all that stuff in our interview with him. We'll be right back with more of the show on Poker Action Line when we return. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Come on, hit a homer, Jesse. Let's go, guys. Hey, did you guys know that kids who play sports earn more money when they grow up? Of course. I I knew that. Hey, did you guys know that kids who read books have a bigger vocabulary? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> wow, jinx. <laughs> did you guys know that friendly children have more friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. I knew that. Did you guys know that winter babies are better at music? Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah so yeah. obvious. Oh, hey, guys, did you know that most people think they're using the right car seat for their kid, but they're not? Huh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I knew that. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Parents who really know it all know for sure that their child is in the right car seat at the right age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat to make sure your child is protected. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. WFO Radio NHRA Nitro is all about the NHRA Drag Racing Series. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt. Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally. Every Tuesday night following NHRA national events. NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO radio application and at WFORadio.com. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave Lemon here from South Florida. And uh, we will talk with Tony Burns uh, via our recorded interview uh, in just a moment. One thing I did want to mention, and this is... uh, Kind of the downside of poker. We talk about all these players. We have them on the show, and they get a lot of national recognition, uh, faces on poker websites and in the media, on TV, and people watching them play. There's always a downside, though, and uh, Darren Elias, who was uh, just recently going for his fifth WPT title, uh, he finished in third in that event, so he did not win the top money, but... uh, he was out of town, 
or actually he wasn't in, out of town. He lives in, uh, I guess he lives in uh, Vegas. Uh, but he his house was broken into. His, uh, he has a two-year-old daughter. And uh, the uh, babysitter was there, the 19-year-old babysitter. Uh, a fella broke into their home, attempted to rob them, uh, told her, put the babysitter separately and the baby separately while he was searching for the cash. She obviously didn't know where he kept stuff, and and this guy didn't get anything. But he forced his way into the home, threatened, had a gun, and uh, demanded cash. Uh, as it turns out, you know, you normally think that, you know, robberies could be very random, but the the story is this guy was a small-time poker player that played in the Philadelphia area. Uh, he actually has a profile on the Hen Mob uh, with 30, about 38000 in career caches, uh, playing $80 tournaments at parks. And uh, is actually, Elias' home was in New Jersey, not far from Philly. So, you know, people pay attention to that stuff, and he actually broke into their house because they knew who he was. And as it turned out, the uh, babysitter... Got away. She escaped the house through a window and got help, and eventually the guy was arrested. So, uh, all's well that ends well. Nobody was hurt. Uh, certainly very traumatic for the babysitter. The, I think the baby, obviously, a little too young to realize what was going on. But uh, pretty crazy. A 24-year-old poker player breaks into a star poker player's home to try to get cash. Uh, you know, certainly not the sharpest uh, tool in the shed. Anyway. I uh, just wanted to mention that because you always need to be vigilant. You always need to be careful, especially uh, when you're on TV a lot. Uh, and Darren has been on over the years and won lots of money. Uh, sure guards it and keeps it in the bank and uh, I'm sure doesn't have a lot of cash laying around the house. So uh, this whole uh, plan was went awry. But I uh, just wanted to mention that just so people think about that, the poker players out there, that you've got to be vigilant, whether you're a huge name or a small-time player. People know sometimes when you make a score and you get the cash paid out to you at the window, at the poker table, or at the cashier's window, and people will follow you out, follow you home. So uh, uh, you need to be careful. Uh, Take advantage of using security uh, personnel to escort you to your car if you can. And uh, just be aware, I think, is is the main point here. Uh, let's get to our interview with Tony Burns uh, this afternoon over at the Seminole Hard Rock. They are currently playing the Seminole Turnpike Series. The first uh, session was underway, and Tony, uh, during a break, sat down with me and talked about his nomination for the Global Poker Awards, also the stuff that has just recently gone on. But uh, we sat down with Tony, and uh, here's what he had to say. Chance to sit down once again with uh, our old friend Tony Burns. Uh, just rocketing up the charts as far as recognition around the not just the country but around the world as one of the top people in poker here in the united states uh... congratulations for your nomination for uh... the global poker awards which is really a kind of a new thing this year yeah i was excited to be nominated again uh... for tournament director of the year new category so i I was joking around with everybody said maybe this year uh... you know let uh, get Matt Savage away from me. <laughs> uh, but no, happy to see Matt also made Industry Person of the Year again. And, uh, you know, just uh, to be in the company of the names of Jack Eppel again and, and uh, Paul Campbell does great things over at Aria. And then, you know, you have Kenny over in Europe. Uh, you know, just, just a great uh, honor to be, you know, considered the top four tournament directors in the, in the world. And uh, looking forward to being out in Vegas uh, on uh, April 5th for the, the ceremony. Uh, certainly we wish you the best on that. And, uh, you know, I guess it's kind of like, you know, just to get nominated is an honor, you know. And like the people at the Oscars, uh, they say, I, you know, I'd love, love to win, but if I don't win, you know, I feel really proud to have been honored by including my names with the other people, like you said. Yeah, last, you know, last two years to be on the industry person of the year, it's, um, you know, you're, you're looking at guys like Pliska and, uh, you know, Matt. Jack and it was very hard to be considered because I'm, I'm Hollywood, Florida. You know those guys are on a global level, and uh, you know to be in this category this year, like I said, to make the the short list, you know, make the first list of you know 20, 30 tournament directors, and then to make the short list once again, it's a, it's a true honor. And like I said, I look forward to representing the Seminole Hard Rock uh, in about a week. 
Well, you always spend time out there during the World Series of Poker with a booth. I think you guys will probably do that again. Obviously, it's been very successful for you. Uh, what about uh, just the atmosphere around the awards? Now, this is something new this year because there used to be the European Poker Awards and the American Poker Awards. And the European one has been around since 2001, which shocked me. I didn't really realize that. But now it's combining the two Global Poker Awards. And uh, I, I know that uh, Alexander Dreyfus has gotten away from it a little bit because he's involved in a lot of the esports. Uh, you told me a couple months back you hoped that Eric would put something together, Eric Dannison, and obviously he's done it again. But there's probably not a lot of lead time for this this year. Uh, but they, they they got together and they got everything done and, and the nominations in, and it looks like it's going to be just as good as it ever was. Yeah, they had uh, the last uh, four years, they had the award ceremony at, the Beverly, at, at Beverly Hills. And this year they poker, uh, partnered with Poker Stars again. And it looks like Poker Go is also, uh, Poker Central is also involved. And they're going to have it at the Poker Go studios. And uh, with everything going on, you know, typically the awards were in uh, February, end of February, uh, on the tail end of the LAPC Main. So it was cool to go out there. And, uh, you know, it's, that was my West Coast. You know, it was fun to go out there and check out the West Coast. Uh, but, you know, to bring it to Vegas, I think, uh, you know, and, and they're supposed to live stream it from what I hear. Mm-hmm. So they're going to bring, you know, an even a- another added feature to the award ceremony. Uh, from what I hear, 20, 20 awards. And it's, it's just a great night of poker, getting everybody together. Uh, you know, having, it's, I, I joke around and say it's like the yearly high school reunion you know, where everybody checks up on each other. I mean, we all follow each other on social media and things like that. But, you know, to see each other, and, and I said this is a real way that poker shows the world that it's, it's for real. It's a, it's a, it's a thriving industry. Um, you know, obviously you've got the people out there that talk about the snubs and things like that. That happens all the time. Right. You know, March Madness times, people get left out of the tournament, uh, Oscars, Emmys, you know, it, it happens. And uh, at least they have the poker, the, or the uh, People's Choice Award. So it gives people an opportunity. If you think somebody got snubbed, okay, well, you know, nominate them. We'll see what happens. I, I think most of the complaints coming from the streamers and the vloggers, uh, we got snubbed. We uh, Poker Action Line was not nominated. <laughs> I think that's a, quite a few years <laughs> off. But uh, seriously, how much of this stuff in the industry are you able to partake of? I mean, you're so busy you got so many things going on. Do you listen? I know you listen to our show occasion, at least occasionally. Uh, do you listen to other uh, streamers and go on Twitch and follow some of that stuff as well, just to see what's going on? I, I try to. It's it, like I said, it's really hard. The job is is time consuming. But you know, when I'm at home, I, you know, I try to put on a podcast, whether it be yours or you know, Poker News does great work. Sarah Herring, she's up for an award this year, and. Uh, uh, LFG podcasts were, you know, with Chad, with Chad right. and, and, and Jamie. So there are podcasts, and there's, you know, um, also the likes of uh, Jeff Gross, and, and, you know, obviously Doug Polk hasn't done anything in a while, but I used to watch Doug's uh, every now and then. I love his yeah. YouTube stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, um, it's informative, it's comical uh, to an yeah. extent, but. Yeah, there there are some people that were left off, and, and like I said, that happens, um, maybe miscategorized, uh, they considered. And I'm sure they, they put out a statement, you know, GPI put out a statement and said, all right, we're going to continue to get better, we'll look at it again next year. Um, and maybe with the timing and trying to get everything together, maybe some things get overlooked, you know, uh, and it happens. But I'm really, truly glad that they're putting this night back on, because once again, it, it just continues to show year after year that we are a thriving industry and it, it adds to the game so rather than looking at who got left out i think we need to look at what eric Dance is doing and adding the poker uh the people that uh, that were nominated uh can you give me some thoughts on the other tournament directors and what maybe you've learned from them over the years obviously you're good friends with matt mm-hmm. and uh he's not in this exact category obviously yeah year, don't but... tell him that don't <laughs> him. He, he, he won't like that no. i told him i said he, his his title is executive tour director all right he, it's not tournament director but no he um you know he could have been in both have, any, have he, any of these other people mentored you at all um, no, um, I have, uh, you know, WSOP is obviously a partner, uh, so I've had some opportunities to talk to Jack. I've 
don't really ba- bounce a lot of things with Jack back and forth um, outside of uh, the circuit event when it when it came up. But uh, Paul Campbell, I'm actually in a group thread with Paul, uh, Justin Hammer, who was on the on the original 20 list, uh, Jordan Cutter, who works here, he was on that list, and uh, Ben Irwin, who was up for industry person, and Matt. Um, we were all we're all in a group thread together, and we constantly talk. I mean, it's funny to wake up some mornings, you know, you go to bed, it's still three hours behind on their coast, and you wake up to 200, 300 messages, you know, from what happened overnight in their respective room. Um, so I have more of an interaction on a daily with, with Paul Campbell, um, who's the tournament director at ARIA, and uh, Paul's, uh, you know, Paul's got a great poker mind. He loves the game, and to be truly great at, at this business you have to sleep it eat it breathe it and he does he does it and i you know bill mason was up for uh industry person um, when i first started here he was back on that list and i wish he would have been there i wish we could have gone together you know because he deserves it bill has really built this product where it is and allowed me to be who i am so i owe him a ton of credit to be here and i, I really want to bring this one home for not only myself, but for him and the brand. Is he going out there with you this year? No, he actually, uh, he and the higher-ups here approved me to go out there because the poker awards are on the 5th. The tournament starts on the 4th. So for me to go away from the 4th to the 6th... One of you's got to be here. Somebody's got to be here to captain the ship. So uh, he's going to be here behind uh, looking over things while I'm gone and, um, you know... Of course, with technology, I'll always be a phone call or a tweet or text away. So it's um, it's exciting times. Like I said, I'm I'm just really truly humbled to be back on uh, on the on the nominees. And like I said, I want to bring it home to South Florida. Uh, just to have your name up there is obviously a, a positive for the company, the property here. Uh, what other things are involved with that, that that make it good for the company? I mean, obviously the networking and that sort of thing. Uh, do you invite players uh, to come on to playing back with you to play in that tournament or what? <laughs> well, I'm out there. I'm definitely going to, you know, say, hey, guys, uh, 3500 3 million, uh, a couple high rollers. You know, there's always a time and a place to uh, drop things. And uh, hotel rooms have booked really quick this series. So if they want a hotel room, uh, they, can go, they can go fish there. But, <laughs> no, definitely going to tell them about the series. Like I said, that night is great to talk about what's going on on your property, what's going on at their property, what's going on in their lives, um, you know, the networking, the building, the relationships, because that's what, that's what this business is. It's a lot of relationships because the amount of poker tours out there and places to play poker, you know, players want to feel that they're appreciated, that they're valued, and, you know, I've uh, been very fortunate to develop a lot of relationships over the years. You know, obviously being up the street for eight years helped me. And knowing that knowing this market, this July will be 12 years in South Florida for me, and I'm still trying to figure out where the time went. So, but getting to know the the world travelers as well, you know, and having guys like your Darren Eliases and your Jake Schindlers, who, uh, you know, Jake used to grind down here all the time. But having those guys, you know, hey, coming into town, you know, can you you know can you look into this for me? Or it's um, it's really cool. And then also I've developed a nice relationship with Eric Seidel and. And uh, so that's really cool. And, and the moneymaker, right before we came to this, exactly. moneymaker just sent me a, a message too. He can't make April, but uh, he's got a ticket for August. I get into some uh, conversation with uh, Tony about uh, uh, some of the things he left off there, some of the players he deals with on a regular basis. We start off with a little story that had kind of popped into my head about uh, uh, Jake Schindler, who was on the cover of the current issue or actually the late February issue of uh, Card Player Magazine. So here's a guy that uh, plays regularly on tournaments in South Florida and uh, has done very well, and I just kicked things off. So we'll hear that when we come back. And then a little bit about uh, the recent uh, Escalator tournament that just concluded, a little more about this uh, Seminole Turnpike series, and then we'll also hear about the Seminole Hard Rock Showdown, which is coming up April 4th through the 16th. And, of course, uh, Tony will be flying out to Vegas for the awards. They have a great uh, ladies' luncheon that's uh, tied in with the tournament that I really want to kind of go over there and talk. Tony Dunst of the WPT broadcast is hosting that. And uh, Tony gives some information on how ladies can get involved. I think the first 50 players that sign up, ladies' players that sign up, 
uh, for fifty dollars get a entry into the tournament. So uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about him with that when we come back uh, from this break. But let's take a break here in the show. When we return, we'll be back with Tony Burns here on Poker Action Line. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available. Hey, Dad, how do you throw a curveball? How do you build a fort? How do refrigerators run? How do fish learn how to swim? Kids ask a lot of questions. How high can you jump? But you don't have to know every answer. How many phone numbers are there? Because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. How do cell phones work? There are thousands of children in foster care who don't need every question answered. What's electricity? They just need you. What's the moon made of? For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Quick story about Jake. Uh, you know, obviously, he won one of your big four tournaments last year. Um, cover of Card Player Magazine. I first became aware of him when he, in a circuit event, made it to the final two against a good friend, Abby Daniels, who I know you know well, and he won that tournament. So I'm thinking, ah, that, that bastard, you know, he beat my friend and this and that. And here, about five or six years later, here he is, one of the very best players in the world. And these are the kind of players who are here all the time, it seems like. Yeah, you know, I remember watching Jake and Barry, you know, come up through grinding, you know, three, five, one K buy-ins uh, over the aisle, and um, they, you know, they had their successes there too. And then to watch them head out to Vegas and do what they've done, uh, but they, you know, they're they're uh, they're usual suspects here, you know, four times a year, and it's great to you know have them on property, and uh, you know, th- those are some of the guys that just popped to mind, you know, in the early stages of my career. You know, Ian O'Hara um, is another one to watch. Ian, uh, you know, start out playing, you know, 18, 19, I think it was 18, 19, you know, playing tournaments and having those early successes to now just making the WPT final table out at Luxor, you know, what, a week or two ago. So, And these guys are all promoters of the property when they're out there on the, on the, in the world stage. Yeah. Um, in, in a way. Yeah, no, they're... Um, I haven't heard anybody say anything bad that I know of. <laughs> uh, I was watching um, a Triton stream, and Seth Davies and Bryn Kenny were on there talking about the Hard Rock and talking about Kuro and you know people like oh where's that uh, Hollywood and you know they're talking about the uh, the expansion project and uh, what what's uh, what's coming up and it's like I said it's really exciting times here you know the next uh, you know this fall you know late fall should be. Really cool. I'm interested to see what's going to, you know, the rock and roll and, you know, 2020, the Super Bowl. It's just uh, it's full steam ahead. Uh, won't get too much into the hotel because there's still way up in the air on what's happening on that. But obviously, there's going to be a new poker room down the road. Uh, you've been here in this ballroom for quite some time after moving out of the uh, 
the area that was torn down. Uh, you must be dying to uh, see what that's going to be like, and, and I'm sure you have a lot of input into what it's going to look like. You know, actually, on the input side, no. No. Um, you know, Bill's had uh, a lot of those um, those ASOs um, working with uh, you know the higher ups on on that. A lot of that's coming from corporate. But uh, from what I gather, 45 tables. Uh, hopefully, you have a live stream table in there as well. Um, like I said, don't have a date yet. Um, you know, we keep hearing fall um, of you know two. You know, this year. But I was actually over there recently, and I got to pop in and just kind of see how things are progressing along. And it's uh, it's it is for real. It's actually happening. You know, and uh, the glass tower is almost uh, topped off. Yeah. And it's uh, well, we got a couple of floors up there that need windows. Left. <laughs> it's it's beautiful though. I, and I said to people, I said even if you don't, if you're not a casino fan, I said the architecture is amazing. It's absolutely breathtaking, and, you know, there's going to be so many other things to do, rather than, if you, even if you're not a gambler, you can come in here, I mean, what, 15-acre pool, the brand-new Hard Rock Live, you know, the money that they're putting into that. So there's so many other things to do that, that you know, that the gambling is just, uh, the gaming is a side, is kind of a sidestep to right. what uh, all the things that are they're going to be to do here. Let's talk a little bit about what's happening now. Um, you just finished your uh, escalator tournament, which is kind of your little baby. I'm sure it's very important to you. Now that received national coverage, big story and poker on uh, Poker News that I saw, and uh, you know that's an itty bitty tournament for you guys, really. Well, you know, when you put out a million dollars in guarantees in a month, <laughs> I wouldn't call it a baby so much. But no, I, I've told the players down here that they're really lucky to have a company that's willing to put up big guarantees still. And, you know, $150 price point for 100 k And then to back that up the next week with a 250 200 k a 350 300 k and, and then a 560 400K. And, you know, we, over 5,300 entries, $1.4 million in prize pool uh, catch payouts. And then everybody got a added $3,500 seat to come in April. Uh, incredible turnout. Uh, couldn't be happier. You know, that's uh, the third year we've ran it. Like you said, I had the idea about six, seven years ago. And... Uh, pitched it to a couple directors, and finally Bill, you know, liked the idea when I joined, and we ran with it. It's been a nice uh, right after the Coconut Creek's done with their circuit stop, we pop that uh, pop that in, and the players, like I said, the locals love it, and now we're uh, we're just starting uh, kicking off the Turnpike series. And conceive, we'll get to that in just a second, but conceivably, uh, the great thing for the smaller player is he could get into that first tournament for 150 bucks, make a final table, get into the next one for nothing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while it didn't happen, I'm sure, conceivably you could get all the way up to the biggest one, the 560, with just your original buy-in. So that's the concept that people, I'm sure, are shooting for. Yeah. You know, the fact that you can get in for $150, you final table all the events. Obviously, if you have a nice score, you, you know, a lot of guys, they like to parlay their, their winnings right over to the next week. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure uh, Charlie Odin's won event number one. Mm -hmm. uh, I worked with Charlie uh, years ago. Really? And uh, he just recently had a birth of his first child, so was really happy to see him. Uh, I think they worked out a six, five, six or seven-way deal where it landed him like twenty-five, twenty-eight thousand. so now he has a $3,500 seat. I'm not sure how he did in event number two, but like I said, to see, you know, the locals, you know, have great scores like that, um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm really happy with what that product has brought. Let's talk about this uh, Turnpike series. I mean, obviously it was natural and you've probably been thinking about it a long time, putting together something that included Coconut Creek. Uh, now you have something that, where you guys play the early opening days at the same time in the separate facilities. And then when you get to day two, you move down here for the, uh, for the uh, big cash, uh, run for the cash, mm -hmm. I guess you would call it, uh, up the Turnpike. Yeah. You know, when I first joined here, there there were conversations about how to integrate the properties together. Um, so this this concept that I had wasn't necessarily original, but to finally see it executed, I think was um, was awesome to see. You know, uh, six flights here, six flights over at Coconut Creek, like I said, running simultaneously. Uh, so it's cool to look at our clock, see where Coco's at, and you know, players can play to proximity. You know, I've had a lot of people say, Tony, that's a great 250 quarter million you're running. Um, but I live in Delray or I live in Boynton. And it's just really tough for me to make that drive. But because it's there, you know, I stop and I play there. Now, when you make day two, the beautiful thing is that you're in the money. 
So now players can justify traveling. Right. Um, you know, obviously the big number on top. So players like being on the money on day two. Um, there's a time and a place for that. Um, you don't want to sacrifice structure. You don't want to have people playing too, too late. Um, and there's a fair balance. And I think that we've uh, listened to the players on terms of starting times, the amount of chips that they want. I mean, players will always tell you they want more, the most chips possible, but also educating that it's more than just chips that you need to watch the levels, you need to look at the length of the levels, you need to look at the day two levels. Um, and uh, we've got a nice mix of, of all that for this uh, this tournament and glad to collaborate with the sister property. If you're in day two, you're in the money that can not only justify the drive down, but maybe justify a hotel room, which is uh, another positive for the company. Yeah, you know, it's uh, this time of year, is, uh, it's tough to get a hotel room sometimes with it being spring break. Absolutely. But... Uh, you know, once uh, the new tower is open, hopefully next year that'll be uh, you know a lot easier for people to get rooms. And uh, but yeah, I don't. Once again, this is a locals tournament, so I think for a lot of people, um, you know, it's playing the proximity. Um, you can come play. You know, the tournament's going to be over on Sunday, and they you know you can go back. They can go. The majority of people can go back to their uh, their, their day jobs on Monday. Just quickly, have you noticed an influx of spring breakers here uh, in the poker room? over the last couple of weeks? Uh, the action's been good here. You know, we had uh, 376 entries for our Monday night tournament with a 30K guarantee. And that's, uh, that's awesome. I don't care where, where you are in the country to get 376 entries for a, for a nightly tournament. It's incredible. Last night, another mid-100s for a 15K guarantee. We've really, we've really stepped on the gas. You know, we're, we're trying to keep that momentum going into the new room. Um, that's our, you know, kind of our philosophy right now is don't, don't, uh, don't let off the gas. And uh, it's, uh, you know, seeing the, there's some faces in here, some spring breakers, um, you know, that I'm sure that are frequent in the room and uh, help, helping those turnouts. Are you help, happy with the turnout for the Turnpike Series thus far? Well, we just had uh, first flight here, uh, 118 entries this morning. And I believe Coconut Creek, I didn't check their final number, but I want to say it was 68 when I looked last. So I think that, uh, you know, they're happy with that number as well. Um, you know, Saturday, Friday and Saturday are uh, day flights only, and those are usually the biggest turnouts, especially yeah. Saturday. You know, once again, getting back to that, you know, recreational player, their day off is usually Saturday, and we get it. And uh, well, we try to put out our schedules, you know, way in advance for players to make, uh, you know, get days off of work and things like that. And I know it's tough to do, but... Uh, you know, we're we're blessed with the facility that we have that we can we can house the amount of people that we do and take on the day two. Uh, the let's move on to the uh, the showdown, which uh, is now in what year? Eighth year, maybe? Uh, number I'm nine. Sure, number nine. Okay. Next year, next year, from what I gather, will be the tenth anniversary. Okay, so uh, that is coming up uh, April fourth through the sixteenth, uh, and the main event starts on the twelfth. Uh, one really interesting thing is this. Uh, Tony Dunst uh, emceeing your ladies' luncheon uh, in conjunction with the WPT. Tell me a little about that, because that's obviously, a, they did it at the Borgata. It was huge and very nice turnout. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be excited about that, because you know how I am a big proponent of really working at getting women involved in the game. Yeah, I've been talking about it for a couple of years with Bill, um, actually longer than that. We had uh, the Lips Tour, was in the old poker room with uh, Lupe Soto. And I know Lupe's continuing her efforts with the WPA, and then uh, Angelica Hale uh, just being, you know, nominated for the women or inducted, excuse me, inducted in the Women's Hall of Fame. Uh, Ange with the WPT has had a big dri uh, drive to get ladies into poker, and this brunch is a is a great concept. We've got to listen to some of the feedback from the Maryland Live uh, brunch and the Borgata brunch to find out what the ladies were looking for, and. Uh, you know, we're going to run with more of like a beginner's. I, I read the uh, the curriculum, if you will, and it looks like it's going to be more beginners, going to aim, you know, go more towards a beginner. And then it looks like there'll be some game theory, some, you know, strategy on the on the back end. But what's cool about that, too, is for $50, you know, you get that 90 minutes with Tony. You're also entered into uh, WPT's going to do a drawing. They're going to give away five seats into the ladies' event that starts at 3 o'clock. So you're gonna have a one in ten chance to, to get a, to take what you just learned and roll it over into the 250 with a 10k. That ladies' event's gonna have a 10k guarantee and a lot of added value too to first. Um, so it's a 
it's, and it's available for the first 50 ladies. Uh, if anybody's interested in signing up, uh, they can stop by the poke room. Uh, we're taking sign-ups. I think we're about halfway filled right now. So it's, uh, I'm, I'm unfortunately, I've been working hard on it, uh, but that's the day I'm flying back from Vegas. From right, poker yeah, once, you so. might have to miss a little bit of that. How yeah. about uh, the, the South Florida ladies that, that were involved in the Borgata, uh, South Florida uh, regulars and top players in the world, Lonnie Harwood, Jessica Dolly, uh, will they be involved at all in that? Uh, they won't be involved in this one, I'm sure. You know, uh, I talk to Lonnie and Jessica every now and then via text. And they'll be Lonnie's around to play the ladies' event, probably. Yeah, though, no, right? I'm, you know, I'm sure they're going to be in town, and uh, you know, they they've always done a great job of promoting the brand and letting ladies know what's going on here. And uh, if they're listening now, and uh, I got, which reminds me, I need to give them an, an extra tweet for an extra push. So, uh, but no, they've they've been uh, great ambassadors for poker in general and pushing our brand. Really, this event was not the ladies, but the uh, the showdown was really the first huge event here. Now you have so many big tournaments that are on the radar for players all over the world. Uh, it has to be kind of a special place for the property still to, to do this showdown once again. Yeah, you know, it's it's an amazing tournament. It's I don't even know how to put it into words sometimes. I look at that. That, tur- that tournament, April tournament, and August are my my, my favorites. I'm one of them. And you know, with WPT being here, you know, having the TOC for those couple years was special. Um, looking back, even before I got here, seeing those numbers that they put up, uh, this event in 2015 was nominated uh, uh, global. Got an award for best uh, event of the year for a 2K buy-in uh, over 2K buy-in. So. It, it is. It's a really cool tournament uh, from the starts of 570 opener with a million dollar guarantee, a uh, total of 28 events, uh, including two high rollers around a 50K and a $25,500 buy in high roller event, a lot of mixed events. And it's, uh, like I said, it's going to be another special series, um, you know, with the uh, championship event uh, playing down to the final six, uh, going with that new concept. Uh, the WPT has with the delayed final table, 45 days, finishing out at May 30 at the at Lugsort. And from what I read uh, from the first three final tables, looks like it was pretty well received. And I think the players here are going to like it too. WPT has always done a great job of uh, you know, catering to players and, and making them feel first class uh, no matter where they go. Well, thanks for being such a big part of the show as, as you often are. Uh, I know you got stuff to do. I'll let you get back to work. Appreciate it, Dave. Always glad to be on and uh, Let's do it again soon. Okay. Thank you. Always have a great time talking with Tony Burns and uh, get a lot of information there. And you even got some uh, insight into when and where. And not, not exact times because a lot of uh, variables still to deal with. But the, but the hotel will be opening hopefully sometime this fall. And uh, there will be a new poker room over there, which should be pretty exciting. And a lot of shops and uh uh, restaurants and clubs. It's going to be the place to be here in South Florida like it once was before they decided to expand. But uh, uh, just driving by down there on State Road 7, 441, uh, you can see the uh, amazing uh, structure, the huge guitar with the glass windows. And the windows all the way up. I don't know how many floors. Uh, I would guess about maybe 30 floors, something like that. And uh, the top two, three uh, floors are the only ones that don't have the windows uh, all set in yet. So it's coming along. There's a whole area there. Uh, as he mentioned in the interview, there's going to be a 15-acre pool, I think he said, uh, swimming pool. So it's pretty crazy, uh, you know, how big this thing is going to be and how exciting. And, of course, that only leads to uh, bigger and better tournaments as well over there in Hollywood at the Hard Rock. Uh, let's take our last break on the show. Uh, we'll come back and finish things up when we return. Uh, Joe, out of the studio tonight, uh, joined us for the first part of the show. Hopefully he'll be back in here next week. And a lot of things happening. Uh, we also talked a little bit about the Global Poker Awards, but I'd like to get into more of the categories next week. When we do the show, we'll have a little bit of time to do that. So uh, a few days before the results. And uh, also, I'm looking forward to having uh, Johnny Campus back on the show. Uh, Johnny uh, played in our tournament. He uh, wrote the great book, uh, Vegas or Bust, and uh, that we had him on earlier in the year, and how a uh, regular player went out with his family and had a great time playing in the main event. Great book, and uh, you should check that out. We'll talk more about that with him in the next week or two. Johnny wanted to 
going to traveling to Vegas for the World Series and some of the tips on uh, things you need to do. So that's going to be a must-listen for anybody who plans on playing in Vegas this summer at the World Series of Poker. We'll be back with more of the show when we come back. You're listening to Poker Action Line from South Florida. I'm Big Dave Lemon. I'll be right back. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available. Final segment of the program. Uh, Tony mentioned the ex- the Escalator series, the third year for that. And I just briefly wanted to uh, recognize the players who did well in that one. Winning the first event, as he mentioned, was Charles Odens. Moved on to the second one, and uh, it was Kevin Ho was uh, declared the winner. He actually chopped with Henry Billette. That was in the event number two, uh, which uh, escalated to 250 buy-in. And Lonnie Harwood finished third in that one, by the way. Uh, Edina Petanchin uh, also made the top ten. She's a former Playboy model. So, um, you know, a lot of the women doing very well in these tournaments. Uh, Chris Poole was the winner of the 350, which was the following weekend. Steve Carp, our good friend who uh, co-hosted the show with us several times in the beginning of the program, Finished in second place in that one and uh, won 46000 So congratulations to Steve on that one. Uh, Sean Shaw, who I have actually played uh, to the left of at one table in a tournament, he uh, apparently chopped with uh, the other guys, uh, Poole, Carp, Shaw, and George Hortolano. And Lee Harrison were a five-way chop in that one. Uh, and then the final one, the 560, was won by Ofer Peleg, and uh, Rob Miss Rocky also made that final table, finished in uh, sixth place, according to the uh, chop. I think eight players uh, chopped in that one. So uh, a great tournament. It turned out well. And as Tony said, $1.4 million in prize money given out over the course of a month. So pretty crazy uh, action there. I also want to mention a big charity event. We have had We have talked about this tournament in the past, but it's coming up on April the 18th at 6 p.m., uh, benefits the David Posnack uh, Jewish Community Center special needs and childhood programs in the past. Uh, the grinder, Michael Mizrahi, has been the celebrity poker host this year. It's going to be Noah Schwartz. You have a chance to win 10000 and two seats uh, to the 560 May Deep Stack Series. Uh, it will be at the Seminole Hard Rock in Hollywood. $150 buy-in on April the 18th, once again. Uh, great tournament that uh, the Cohen brothers, uh, who you may have seen on many... Uh, Lawyer commercials down here over the years. Uh, two uh, twins that uh, uh, have been great supporters of this community for many, many years. But I did want to mention it. it's actually their 25th anniversary of this tournament, the Spring Poker Charity Classic, hosted by Noah Schwartz, coming up 
on April the 18th. So I did want to mention that as well. Uh, I mentioned some of the tournament results. Uh, certainly, uh, we'll be following on a lot of the things. The Seminole Hard Rock final table will be one of those delayed things. Tony mentioned it briefly, but it's going to be uh, uh, six weeks later. So the end of May, May 30th, which is right around the start of the World Series of Poker, they're going to play uh, the WPT final table for the Hard Rock, Choctaw, and the Aria tournament are all going to be uh, on, I believe, back-to-back days uh, from late May until the beginning of June. So uh, a lot of stuff happening out there uh, in regards to uh, poker, World Series, and WPT, and, of course, all the other great tournaments, uh, different places like uh, the Venetian and Planet Hollywood and some of the great stuff that goes on there. Uh, Binion's has a series out there as well. So... uh, if you're planning on going out there, there certainly will be a lot of things to do and a lot of fun to be had, certainly, out there. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for the program. Uh, Joe, I hope, will be back with me next week. Uh, certainly do having a good time working at Casino Miami. Drop in there and say hello. I'm sure he'd like to say hello. And uh, when I was over at the Hard Rock today, a couple of people that listened to the show stopped by and uh, asked me a few questions. So uh, be sure and always do that. Uh, you know, we're not too big for our hats. Uh, here on this program, for sure. We'd love to talk to a lot of people who listen to the show. We do have quite a few people listening on a regular basis, we're happy to say. Uh, That's going to do it for the show this week. Uh, We'll be back next week with another edition of the program. Gio, thank you for everything as usual on the uh, technical end of this program. And we'll get into some things about uh, Northeastern poker casinos that are opening and stuff that's going on with online poker around the country. A lot of stories are emerging over the past month or so. We'll be back with another show next week here on Poker Action Live. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies. 